Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active. I'm Rez, and I got Meezy with me. Well, word to the streets. What's up? And Nick and Simone are absent this week. They are on vacation. But we have a very special guest, the one and only E, my uh, fiance. Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we're here for another episode of talking about love, sex, and relationships. So we'll get it started. How was everybody's weekend? It was cool. Um, I want to thank you guys for uh, graciously holding, uh, he- uh, hosting brunch the other day. It was delicious. That turkey burger threw me all the way over. All right. We had everything that we all needed. I saw you with the champagne. We had the breakfast, so mm-hmm. we just came together. It was just a great brunch. And great then it brunch. turned into an all-day event because we don't know how to say goodbye to each other. Yeah. You know. Yes. <laughs> it's um, been, it felt I, weird. I spent my weekend with you. Yeah. Right. As always. Except for last weekend, I went to Vegas and came back and haven't been useful since. And, but I'm glad to be back, guys. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's not a weekend if we don't hang out together, though. I know, it's weird. Like, during the weekend, it feels so weird. As a family. I, we didn't, I didn't spend Friday with you guys. Mm-hmm. That's what it was weird. Yeah, and I felt like, oh my gosh, something's right. Something's not right because we didn't even speak in the group chat. Right, <laughs> and now we got our other two on vacation, and this another set. I'm gonna need for everybody to stop taking a vacation. It's summertime, kind of <laughs> <kinda> hard. <laughs> <laughs> so since Nick is gone, we have to re- say retweet for him, and since Simone is gone, I have to do go, go off. off. Sheesh. Yeah. Y'all ready to jump into the topic? Yes. All right, guys. So this week, I brought everybody here to talk about long-distance relationships and how we need to trust the process through those situations. I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff, but we never discussed that type of relationship. Mm. So let's do it. How do y'all feel about long-distance relationships? Well, currently, I'm inquiring about getting into a long-distance relationship. Okay. So I, I I knew coming here would be one of the best places to get information on them for. <laughs> so I was like, we probably, I wanted to throw this in there just to see what I can get out of y'all. Yeah. Milk, this is milk why, y'all for some information. This is why people think y'all write your own letters. <laughs> it's like, I knew this is the right place I for knew this is the right place to come. Yeah. Because I am a firm believer of, no, it's not going to happen. It's not. It doesn't work. Wow. So, I figured. I thought that once, too. Um, I felt like, yeah, like I feel like long-distance relationships was just a waste of time. Um, because you, you literally don't, it's like you literally don't have any of the perks of being in the relationship. And it's just unfair to people that's what i thought back then yeah i thought that long distance relationships couldn't work because it's two people in different areas and you don't it doesn't feel like you're in a relationship it feels like you're just having a pen pal kind of that's what i was thinking right but 
me and E were in a long distance relationship for about a year. Yeah. A little over a year. Yeah. So we had to make it work. I'm too wild for a long distance relationship, I think. I need to be uh I need to be tamed and it's kinda hard to tame a person over the phone. <laughs> over FaceTime. I, you know, I'm a lot to handle. That's 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 complicated. Especially if you it depends on how it starts. If you were in a relationship before and then your relationship takes you to the long distance, I think it's a little different. Okay. As opposed to meeting somebody in a different state and then trying to make the relationship work. I feel like you once you get through that initial meeting and you establish who's more dominant in the relationship, it becomes easier. So does it dominant? No. Good word. I I'm not just the word kinda is kind of threw me off for a second. Why you say dominant? Like who? Because he said that it's hard to tame somebody over the phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just. I was. I was like, whoa. Just throwing that word around. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so we see who wears the pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so tell me more about you guys. Let's 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 get in. Let's dive into this. All right. You guys were obviously what work brought you down, Eric. Yes. And so then, Rez, you didn't come immediately. And yeah. You guys, you stayed, and you guys continued to do what you guys were doing. Right. So in the beginning, what were some of the complications? Well, just to kind of paint the picture, um, you said right. We were together for about a year before I got the job coming down here. Um, when we first started talking, I kind of threw that out in the air to say, Hey, you know, what happens if, you know, I'm, you know, I might be looking for opportunities outside of our area. Like, how do you feel about that? And she seemed open to be about it in the beginning. Um, so I think we, that was like our first road trip that we had. So maybe it was like two months in and, and we had that conversation of about just the idea of, if I was to get a job outside of the area, like what's gonna happen? So um, <clears throat> that kind of worked itself out. Uh, when I actually was interviewing for the job to move, you know, uh, Rez was very supportive, but it was kind of, you kind of seen that it kind of like tore, you know, tore up a little bit because it was like, she's like, wants me to win, but me winning is me moving, right? And she knows she wasn't gonna move at the time. Um, cause it threw some stuff around because we were, you know, you, we were looking to potentially move in together and I kind of said no because I knew I was looking for stuff outside of the area. Um, and then I remember her telling me like, Hey, if I turned down the job just because of her, she would probably break up with me anyway, which made me not want to take the job. Cause I'm like, Oh, you understand. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I took it. And I moved, and, you know, I think it was on me to make it work. I had to develop the plan to how to make it happen because I'm the one who put us in that situation. Okay. Yeah. But to answer your question, since you got the background, some of the complications were just missing each other throughout that first month because we were so used to seeing each other every day and it just being... A drive, like a 15 minute drive to see each other and just having somebody that you can hang out with. Like I was lonely as fuck the first month 
And it was hard. Like, I kind of, I felt like I was kind of taking it out on you a little bit. Because you came down here and you were like, yeah, I met this group of people. Shout out to the black professionals in Winston-Salem. And they're so cool. They hung out with me on my birthday. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm sitting at home, like, moping around and being upset that my boyfriend left. And he just out here taking flight. <laughs> Living his life. Living his best life. I mean, but naturally... I was already an outgoing person, you know, so I don't think it made, it was going to be hard for me to meet friend, meet people and make friends anyway. Right. Um, so, I mean, between between me and you, Rez, I'm the more outgoing person between the two of us. You always come talk about how I know too many people or how we always go someplace and we we'll always run into somebody that I know. Yeah, that's so true. I, I just feel like, you know, that kind of, kind of, you know made it bigger than what it was because it's just like, you know, we were used to being together and now that we have to, you know, we have to entertain ourselves. Were you using that as a defense mechanism? So what? you wouldn't be like at home moping around. So you just like, you know, I'll just jump out and go out. I mean no, actually when I first came here I made sure I made sure I had the best <laughs> internet connection. Like <laughs> I, I got like a, a big ass like cable things. I was expecting to be inside because I didn't meet anybody when I came out and stuff like that. When I was at work, I didn't really see too many young folks when I was getting interviewed and stuff like that. So I just didn't know. I mean, but I did tell myself when I first got out here, I was like, the first like first dude at work that I saw with a clean-ass haircut, I was like, I was going to ask them who, who cut their hair. Because, like, you know, you got to kind of, like, you got to set the ground. You got you to figure <laughs> right. that shit out as soon as you get there. Right. But that first person that did that, I did that too cut his own hair, right? And then that was just, like, the conversation kind of, like, started. And he was in my group, and he was like, yo, we go to Whiskey Wednesdays, and me, all the young folks, and I just went, you know? I mean, I, I mean, so people were just a little friendly down here, stuff like that, so it kind of worked itself out. A lot more friendly than up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Riz, yeah. let me ask you a question. So while he was gone, you said you were, like, moping around and whatnot. Yeah. Did you, like... Turn? Did you turn to something eventually? Because you said it was just like the first couple months, like the first month. Eventually, I learned that I can't just sit around and wait for him to call me or have a FaceTime with me. And I'd have to do my own thing in the time to try to pass the time instead of spending the weekends alone. So I had a group of friends and every Friday, Saturday, they wanted to do something. So I was reaching out and doing stuff. Although I'm not the type of person that always wants to do something every weekend, it kind of helped me take my mind off of him being so far away and that's not being able to hang out. Okay. But I had to make sacrifices, though, like during during that time because I'm used to always being out, right? And not necessarily going out drinking or whatever like that, just, just being active. Just I don't like being in the house, you know? So there were times where I had to say, you know what, I'm not going to go because I'm going to go on my uh, FaceTime appointment, you know, with her for, for five hours, you know, and sit there and stuff like that because, and those, those, and, those and, be good too. I mean, they'd be, they be good, but, <laughs> they're good, but the thing is like after some, you know, sometimes like, you know, being down here and the weather was nice and, you know, people, and I'm in this group chat now and they're like, yo, we're going to. Whiskey Wednesday or this over here. The or, pool every Sunday. You know, every like, Sunday I cannot talk to him because he was at the pool. Or, you know, this over there. You know, there were certain times where I had to be like, all right, like, I can't go. Or I got to go late because 
you know, I got I have to keep talking to Rev. So like, I have to make sure that, you know. So in the first month, like the first couple months, did y'all talk a lot? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, during the week, the whole we, the whole time. The yeah, whole time. the whole time we was texting throughout the day, like little texts here and there. And then at the time, I was working at a school, so I got off at like three forty five. So by the time he got home at six, we would be on Facetime mm-hmm. for like the whole night. Like that time is just blocked off from six to eleven, unless he was going to Whiskey Wednesday, Monday through Thursday. <laughs> so, so the distance you guys had was how many hours? It was a seven-hour drive. Shit. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so seven hours. We're seven hours apart. Within the so you guys were a year. How often did you see each other? We really tried to see each other once a month. Okay. Yeah, for a week and a month, and we alternated who went, like. Back and forth, so you know we try to do you know you come up one week you know she comes down then I come up the next month, and but we also had to have Uber planning right because we have to say like all right what's happening during you know in the next couple of months and then kind of coordinate it that way. Yeah, I tried doing a couple of flights, you know, try to pay for her flight or pay for my flight, and that shit was short lived. GSO don't be playing. Oh, I'm sorry, Greensboro Airport. Cause yeah, y'all, that's, yeah, that's wild. they dumb flight prices. They was crazy. I think I flew probably about two or three of the times that during that time. Other yeah. than that, I was jumping in the car. I was hurt. I used to jump in the car on a fr- like I would have a bad week, and I would just be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to Winston Salem this weekend. Jump in the car and just be out because I was getting off at three, so I'd be here by like eleven. Oh shit! Right. Like I'm here, babe. What's up? <laughs> And then I would, yeah, some, there would be times where I would, um, I'm putting air quotes, work from home, right, on Friday, but I would just take the time and leave Thursday night, drive up to, to Delaware, get there at 12, 1 o'clock, you know, wake up and then work from home in Delaware the next day, just so that I was there, you know, so when she was off, I could, you know, just be right into the full swing of having a good weekend. That's cool. I like this. I like this conversation so <laughs> But yeah, um, as far as long distance relationship, I think a long distance relationship is anything over 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Yeah. So, I mean, because if you think about it, that's, I mean, you maybe, can make maybe, 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 maybe a little bit more. Because like here, Charlotte is not long distance to it's me. It's not? Yeah, it's not long distance. I think so, because nobody wants to drive to Charlotte every weekend. That's a long drive. Mm, two hours there and back. Yeah. So an hour? You can make it, but <laughs> but it's not like going around the corner. But does that really yeah. count as a long distance relationship, do you think? I wouldn't say so. I think you know, I think at least if you have to do some serious traveling, I think that's a that's a long distance relationship. So two, we'll say two hours. Two uh yeah, because it's like four, like going Cause, there and back. Yeah, because you can you can drive you can drive two hours and still like have daylight left. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, it's not you're not I feel like if you're going to hit two meals, you know, in your in your travel, that's long distance. Thanks alert. You know I mean? If you get two meals in your traveling, that's long distance. Yeah, because <laughs> like that. And now that I think about it, if he was living two hours away, I would have been You'd coming have been every weekend, right, right. and it wouldn't be that bad as living 
seven hours away where you have to plan ahead to come. Like, I have to plan, am I going to call out on Monday so that I could go down there Friday and get that extra day? So, let's say four. Four hours is long distance. Yeah, okay. I could do that. Four Four is good. I mean, because, I mean... Eh. Yeah. I mean, so we're saying one trip, like one sitting. One way, four hours. Four hours. Yeah. That's a long distance relationship. Yeah, I like that. And that, and that makes sense because um, so there was a couple of times where well I think one or twice once or twice where we decided to meet somewhere in the middle mm. and basically we went to Richmond so when did we meet in the middle we went to Richmond once no I don't think so yeah that's when we went to that's when we went to um, whatever the hell that was it Kings Dominion or whatever we went there when we were dating. Like when we when well, we I think still the, I think the, the plan state. I think the plan was <laughs> to listen, man. <laughs> I told you Vegas, right? Vegas. This, this got a little awkward, guys. <laughs> we ain't never meet no Richmond now. Who you see in a Richmond? Now, which now brings listen. me to my next point. Yeah, she has a, a shot collar on me. It's cool, man. Like, <laughs> which brings me to my next point. What's that? Trusting the process. You're seven hours away. You might have heard from from the other person one time that day. What goes through your mind? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I was hot. (laughs) So when I finally heard from said person after how many hours? I'm here. I am right here. (laughs) When I heard from said person, when I heard from E. To whom it makes (laughs) To whom it makes That's That's how I was addressing him. Oh, so um, he'd be like, hey, what's up? How your day going? Oh, now you want to know how my day is going? <laughs> oh, you didn't care about? Oh, you have fun at your little event? Like, mm-hmm. I was petty. Yep, she was. <laughs> and, you know, um, sometimes you just got to take it, yeah. Well, you have to take it all the time. Like, you have just... an attitude sometimes, too. About what? About me staying out late on Saturday, later I mean, than you on yeah, a Saturday night. Dog. There's no reason, no reason where you are staying at a friend's house till three, four o'clock in the morning. There's nothing going on. And and, and it was like and it'd be one thing if I'm like if I call and you hear some music in the background or but but it's like it's quite like it's quite like that. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? I'm like, what what you know, go home. <laughs> I was drunk. And there's a couple of times where I was like I was like you're going home, right? Oh no, I was gonna go on the... So you're going home, right? And then she was like, Alright guys, I gotta go home. <laughs> because it was just ridiculous. Like, I'm like, bro, like I was I wasn't staying out until four o'clock. I did it once, maybe twice. But I did it because you made it okay. <laughs> so call it petty or not. Because I set the standard. Yep. Mm. So nobody had no side no side niggas? No side boot things. My best friends were my side joints. No. No? No. Because the first time that everybody met her, she she became their friend, and I was at the plus one. Yeah, Riz does be, does tend to have that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of staying faithful, man, but to be honest, like, all it is is, um, from a guy's perspective, is self-sabotage. That's all it is. Like, I purposely... Was saying like, yeah, my girlfriend, and this and that. They're like, you know, if you self sabotage yourself, like, you know, most women will basically they will, you know, honor that that distance. You know, they'll honor what you got going on. 
Yeah. And to add on to that with being faithful, you just got to trust your other person. Because most times in my cases of being unfaithful, I was cheating back because I was already being cheated on. So I guess it's about trusting that person and having trust that they won't do that and then having open communication between each other. Like if I'm talking to you Monday through Friday from five until you fall asleep, how, I mean, I'm, I know you're not doing anything. And then that's building up that trust um, to know that you're not doing anything when I'm not speaking to you during those times. And if I call you when I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning on FaceTime <laughs> and I get that view of the bed a couple times and I see, okay, it ain't fine. <laughs> Pan in the room. <laughs> I need to see what's in there. What's on that wall? <laughs> or, or when I come down and I'm doing my thorough inspection and I don't see nothing, you know, after a couple times of doing that, you start to build up the trust. Okay, okay. So, so I. Hold on, let's unpack this. <laughs> because I didn't do any of that. Like, I didn't. I felt like that if you were dumb enough to get caught, you know, then I guess it was just out of, you know, ignorance is bliss, I guess. Yeah. Well, my parents, first of all, weren't having that. Um, when, cause yeah. at the time I was living at home for a little bit, you know, try to get my shit together. And, um, I was going to say when I was staying out until three or four in the morning and I would come home the next day, my dad would be like, so, um, what you out there doing? You cheating on E? I'd be like, no, <laughs> like I'm out <laughs> hanging out with my friends. He'd be like, yeah, you know, I don't know if he would be too cool with you staying out that late. I'm like. Dad, he knows that I was out until four o'clock in the morning. And then one time when I came up, he said it again in front of him, he just said it in front of me, <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. my guy, like my nigga, my nigga. My dad was not playing that shit. He was like, yeah, so um, but yeah, no. <laughs> he knew I was your gift. The best thing to happen to you. It's cool. It's my man, yo, my man Troy. <laughs> I know Troy's gonna hear this too. It's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get good. I use your platform. Yeah. <laughs> I know my boy Troy's gonna hear this. So it's just crazy. So like the distance is what probably like built a better bond. Would y'all say that? Like knowing that y'all could do that for the year that you guys did it. It did it it helped. Yeah. Yeah. Um well you you go first. It's true when they say that distance makes the heart grow fonder or you know it makes you miss a person more and it makes the love like a I don't know like a wildfire because (laughs) you're not with that person and you miss them so much and just the love that you have it definitely grew during that period knowing that we could work through that together and our relationship still be strong is still strong that was a good a good learning experience for the both of us. And I also feel like (laughs) we had a lot of time to talk about random shit. Like we talked about on um, the FaceTime calls and phone calls, we talked about our future. We talked about our past. We had to come up with fun shit to do. Like, hey, let's eat dinner together at this time. Or, hey, let's um, watch a TV show together. Like we both would turn on this show. I think we were watching like Westworld or some shit together and we both would just watch the show together to try to make it seem like we were there. And it, it's this corny is, shit like that that makes it... This is when Nick would come in and be like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> 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 oh, <my God. laughs> goals. Goals. Big goals. Goals. <laughs> um, damn, my fault. What was the question? So the distance helped build the bond. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely did. Um, because you, because then when I was up there or she was down here, you savored like every moment of it. Right. You know, to make sure that, you know, when she came down here, I wanted to make sure that she met my new friends, right? That she knew the people that I was around so that when she was away, she felt comfortable, right? That's a, that whole self-sabotage thing. You know, there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the ratios down here, it's a lot of women down here. And, you know, I, you know, she has every right to be like, you know, to keep an eye on me or, you know, do her thorough inspections and, and stuff like that. Like room raiders back in the day. Right? That shit, like, she had a kid. Yeah, she had a kid. You see where the briefcase come from uh, that we have. So, um, you know, so, you know, I, so I think like that helped. Right. And, um, like I said, just putting in the time, you know, like, I I really learned um, a lot more about myself because or I realized that it's about sacrifices. Where I want, I it, sometimes it would kill me being in the house because they'd be like, "Yeah, it's nice as hell outside," like, and I just have to be here to talk to you because I said that I would make it work. You know what I mean? Like this is the at least the I'm holding my end of the bargain in the sense of why we are in this predicament in the first place. But um, yeah, man, the distance definitely helped. In the sense of making sure that when, you know, helping me get to the point where I was I was ready to marry her. So did you guys have get pros and cons from this long distance thing? What would y'all say the con the pros were? Um so I mean, I think it was a lot of self growth, right? Like there's a lot I mean, because it's a situation where you have to go harder to get the same things that would happen if you were together, right? So in order for me to know what, you know, made her upset and what not to say and stuff like that, like I had to communicate even more than I normally would have if we were living it 15 minutes apart because, you know, we would just, we would just be being there, you know, we would just be together. Like we're just there and not necessarily really engaged with each other. Um, where this now, like I had to like, because it gets tiring saying, like, hey, what did you do today, right? Like, that gets tiring. So I had to, like, find different ways to ask, you know, other questions, right? Or trying to still stimulate the conversation a little bit further than just that shallow, you know, what's this, what's that? Because that was, this is during a little over a year to the, our second year mark of us, you know, in our relationship as a whole. So, you know, some people will be in the point of, getting to marry someone within, you know, the second year, right? Or maybe getting a little bit more committed. So those were crucial times that we were spending apart. So I just kind of had to make it up. We actually spent our one-year anniversary. We had, we were in a long-distance relationship before our one-year anniversary. Because remember, we had to meet up. And we ended up doing that. Yeah, we met, we met, met up in, in Richmond. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this time, no, no. This time we met up in Baltimore. It was near Baltimore. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember that. Yeah. yeah I so I, I think it kind of made our relationship a little bit more serious. No, nope. yeah, quicker. Yeah, earlier because we were probably eight, maybe I want to say like six months in into our relationship, and then he was like, "Yo, I might get this job." And it's like, damn, well, right now I have a choice to leave and say, yo, I'm not about to do this long-distance relationship. But the fact that I wanted to do it made it seem like, yeah, this relationship is legit. And plus, right before I left, 
that's when you met my family, right? Yeah. That Thanksgiving. So I left in January of 2016. And so that November, you know, during Thanksgiving, I had to, you know, not knowing that I was going to get a job, but I just kind of felt like I was, you know, starting to get into a place where I, I knew that if we didn't go that year or that moment, then it was going to be a whole nother year before she met my family because I knew my time in Delaware was done. Like I was ready to, I was looking other places. So I didn't know if it was going to be Philly or New York or Atlanta. Like I just knew I was going to be gone. So it's crazy. So it did make the bond stronger. So were there any cons? I mean, aside from being apart. Sure. I think it's hard being. She got on my mother. <laughs> like, nah, nah, um, it's a lot of them. The cons was, was just the attitudes. Cause I feel like there was times where she would, <laughs> she would give me an attitude that she wouldn't have given me in, in person, you know. So it was just like the there were certain times where you know I feel like I pushed her patience and, and vice versa. So it was just like just the, the strain that sometimes that it that it causes, right? But usually that always happened right before we seen each other. Then everything was fine after that. Yeah, the con was. Always for me saying goodbye because I would be bawling when it was time for me to leave. Like, <laughs> I would get in the car or get ready. One time I took a flight to Winston and I was in the in the area going through TSA, bawling, crying so hard that, you know, it was bad. But... I, I don't miss that. That was a horrible feeling, having to leave and go back home. And then another kind was not knowing when we were going to get back together, like when we weren't going to be in a long-distance relationship anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So I never cried, but, you know, it was it was sad, though. You know, because it's just, you know, it was never long enough, you know, so... Um, you know, um, so it, it was just, you know, it was just a little tough. Cause it's like, sad thinking about it. <laughs> you I guys, used to cry so much. You guys are together now. <laughs> I know, but I used to cry like on the, and then when I would Ugly. drive, oh my gosh, I'd be in the car crying. Ugly. Like, why am I putting myself through this? I was like, babe, I'll leave school right now. I won't, I won't take no more classes. I'm going to come down there now. <laughs> so did, that's why you essentially didn't come right away. Yeah, because I was finishing up my degree. I mean, but we were still young. Like, we were still, like... Eight like, months. Yeah, we were eight, yeah, we were eight months before we separated anyway. So, I mean, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have even felt comfortable her leaving. That's a big job. To come down, you know, to, to move seven hours. And, you know, she's never really left. When I say home, like, just, you know, the home, her home area before. For me... You know, I came from New York, so I wrote, you know, this was normal for me. My mom was already living in Charlotte, so it was, and my dad was already in Atlanta, so for me, traveling and moving out of my comfort zone was always easier for me yeah, to do. Yeah, and my, um, my parents wasn't with that shit. Everybody wasn't with that shit. It was like, so you about to move with him? Or are you? Are you about to? I don't think that's a good idea. Y'all not even, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going. Damn. I always wondered, like, is, like, for some, like, say, for instance, that I wanted to to do that, what are, what would be, like, the reasons to, that made you want to go aside from how you felt about you? 
like, would that is that not scary? Or like, you know, I'm moving to this new place. I really don't know anybody except my significant other. What am I gonna do? So my thoughts before before he moved were. I could do this, maybe I could do this, but then again, I was also having doubts, like, I don't think it's a good idea for me to just jump up and go and uplift everything that I have going on here to kind of follow with no real commitment. Like, all I have is a promise right now. I don't have a promise that, uh, like, a for sure commitment that, yeah, we're going to get married when you move down here, or we're going to be together forever kind of deal. So it was hard, but when I got to the point where I was ready to move, I was just really tired of the distance. And I had been here enough times to say, yeah, I wouldn't mind living here. You know, it seems cool. I have fun every time I come here. So, and then he made me feel secure about moving down here with and being in the position that I'm in now. What did you do to make her feel secure? Like, how did you, like, when when the there was a talk and yeah. she's like, yo, I think I'm, I'm, think I'm coming. <clears throat> What, like, I know you were, like, excited, but did you, like, catalyst and get this thing moving forward? Yeah, I mean, what what it took was I had to remove barriers. So I had to remove the barriers that would have made her say, maybe not. You know what I mean? Like, so I had to take the idea of, like, you know, I got to move down there with no job. So I'm like, look, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take care of. Like, rent and stuff like that. Everything I'm paying for now, I'm going to keep paying for, right? I mean, because I can already afford it, so don't worry about it, right? So come down, you know, especially when she was teaching, so she got paid during the summer. So you can, you know, you just graduated. Like, enjoy your time. You know, look for something and stuff like that. Like, you know you have bills. So I'm like, just worry about your bills and worry about being, you know, finishing school. And, um, you know, but everything else, like, I'll just take care of, Um I think the other thing too, again, was just the over communication, right? It just wasn't a a thing where I was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. It right? definitely wasn't no if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like because I was thinking about talk. the The thing is, the whole time he was down here, he wanted me to come down here, but I kept saying no. I'm gonna finish all four years of school up here, and then I'm gonna get a job, and then I'm gonna come down here and kind of do it the correct way way. and then at one point I was just tired like I realized that I didn't want to teach anymore which was a big deal for me like I it was like a huge transition and I was like well shit if I'm not going to teach anymore what's the point of me being stuck in this state away from my man like I might as well just jump up and do it so I was thinking about it I talked to my friends about it and then I was like hey um can we talk for a second (laughs) I think I want to move down there and I was like, would you feel comfortable with me moving down there? Do you want me to move down there? And he was like, yo, that's, when, right. that's what I was asking you. To that was the on. plan. Like, remember, <laughs> so remember in the beginning, I was like, I had to develop the plan. Like, that was the plan for me. It was just, you know, let's just keep doing this until you're in school, you know, until you're finished, you know, with your, your program that you're doing right now. And then let's, you know, let's put the goal for that being the time that we're going to move together. Um, and... I was sticking to it. You know what I mean? Like, anytime, you know, something came up or something like that, like, it was always about was how is this affecting the plan, right? And, you know, for me, like, she knows I, I'm very plan-oriented. You know something Like, I'm very particular with the details and stuff. So I kind of, like, just sunk my teeth into it and just didn't let go, you know? And 
Because at the end of the day, this is what we agreed on. So I've got to I got to keep at least keep my side of the bargain. Because the reason why this won't work won't be because of me. Because I did everything I said that I would do. Yeah. So. So I'll play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that's how I came to Winston. <laughs> yeah. I like how you made it seem like it was her idea. Like like it was her thing. She was like, you know what? I think it's my. I think I should move. And it's like you know. He really did I, make it seem like my idea, and I'm like. <laughs> I was getting all worked up, like, oh my gosh, what if he says no, he doesn't want me to come down here, and he talk about some, that that was the plan originally. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, so when is the date? <laughs> because, uh, and, you know, this driving back and forth is getting a little, it's getting a little annoying. So I think I realized in about February that I wanted... Before, the February before? The February before I moved. So February of 2017... 17. I realized that I wanted to move, give or take. Give or take. And then I moved by oh, this is June of 2017. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, I told you that I've only been here for a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you moved out in, in June of 2017. June of 2017. So oh. we spent about a year and some oh. change apart. Oh, shit. So y'all spend a year apart. Mm-hmm. And you guys have been together for a year. Like, yeah. together. For a year. In the yeah. Thing. yeah. And that's what I was saying, like, what. What the overall, you know, trust in the process and like how we got engaged was to me, I when it was time for her to move, I was saying to myself, I'm like, I wasn't, I had something for me. I was like, I'm not proposing before we live together. Like, that's just how I felt. Um, because we were looking to possibly moving together before I even took the job. So I was like, all right, we did long distance for a year. Let's do six months of living together. We're not having no major blow-ups or whatever the case may be. Then I'll start looking for a ring from there. And then by the time I'm ready to do it, she would have been here for a year. So sure, Yeah. Every, I feel like everybody has something to say about me moving without a ring. Mm-hmm. They really did. It's some practice. Everybody was like... so like Not so much my friends, because they, they were happy that I was getting the view of my... Well, some of them were, because some of them weren't happy. But... <laughs> Um, Fuck them haters. Okay. Good child. So, yeah. So a lot of my friends were happy, but when I would tell older people or family members, they'd be like, so are y'all getting married or like what? You just moving down there with nothing? And it kind of had me thinking, but I still did it anyway because I know my man and I knew it was coming eventually because we talked about it. And I could tell you if she would have followed that, we'd probably not be here together right now. Did you get like... Advice on like what to do with this, in terms of what like her moving without a ring, like did um, you like see like I think some I'm trying to remember who it was I think it was my boy Billy, he was um so Billy is my my frat brother that you know I known him for eight years plus like I'm a god godfather to his son, and basically he was telling me like basically I mean it was telling me stuff that I knew but it was just like that is a big jump for her to do. Right, and shout out to my boy G too from back home too. Like, that is a big jump for her to do. That's a big commitment. So you can't waste her time, right? And I, more than waste her time, you don't want to waste my own time as well. So, like for me again, being the planner, being like always over analyzing everything. Like, I had to say to myself, like, all right, like if she's gonna be doing this, like that's a seven hour, you know, seven hour drive, moving to a place where 
you know, you have no family because at least I have my mom an hour away. Right? No, I have family away. I mean, at my the time, at the time, at the time <laughs> you didn't know that they were. You didn't know that they were that close. Yeah, you they're two that. hours away. So, you know, the thing is, you know, if something was to go wrong, like she had was at more at risk than I was. So, I had to like take all those things into account. Like, no one from her family, like her dad, like didn't wasn't on some like yo, like you know. Bro, like he was, he didn't try to press me, nothing like that. Like no one, I think they just, I think, just me being myself. People realize like, all right, it's not gonna be a waste of time. Like she's gonna be okay, because I mean, why would I put somebody through that? You know, so. Yeah, people have things to say though. They want you to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I get it. I mean, I get it. But my thing is, I for me, I felt like you moving down here without a ring was your sacrifice for me to say then, hey, like, I want to then say, I want to marry you from not seeing you for a year. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you think about it, like, the 12 months we were apart was about, we spent about 30, about a month's worth of time together over a year. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big thing for a a guy to say, I know I want to marry this woman. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting you to do that. I kind of wanted us to live together first, too. I mean, I was that was gun ho. I never told her that, but that was gun ho on that. Like we had to live together. Like there was no like there was no way I was budging off of that. Hmm. There's just no way. You guys made me goals. I just want to say that <laughs> we ain't shit yet. <laughs> no, we can point you in the direction of some goals, but we working on it. Yeah, but you gonna do what you want to do. We gonna point you in that direction. We gonna like yo, you do what you want to do. You know. So if it <laughs> go wrong, it ain't our fault. So do you guys have like any advice for, for me? Any advice for you? Yeah. And anybody out there that is thinking about yeah. long distance or they have they're in one currently. You never know. Like they, um, they may be struggling. My number one advice is to, what really helped me is knowing when I was gonna see him, and just being excited for that time when I was gonna see him, and enjoying the time that we had together in a meaningful way. Meaning, oh my gosh, can I bring up the time that you learned the horrible lesson? Sure. So. I don't, I don't know. When I, I, don't say, know if, I have no clue what you're about to say. When I say when you guys are together, making sure that it's all about you. Are you getting any clues yet? I think so. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I drove down here on one of those Fridays when I was just like, you know what? I'm just, fuck it. I'm just going to take the drive because I don't know when I'm going to see him again. And I, it's built up. Like, I'm ready to go. So, well, keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, my meter, my tolerance was at that point where I'm like, how you doing? Fine. Everything okay? What kind of freak shit? (laughs) (laughs) So I came down here, and it's partly my fault because I was like, you know what, I'm I'm coming down here, and he already had plans. But oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's a good one. I came down here and we hung out Friday, and I think we ended up going out to like one of his friends down here. Here's event. So Friday we did that. On Saturday, he wanted to do a barbecue, and I'm like whoa, 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 your girlfriend's in town. I don't feel like doing this. So I caught the biggest attitude. At the time, he was living at that apartment where he just goes downstairs and it's like, anyway, it was a nice-ass apartment. So he was like, yeah, people are starting to come over. Are you coming down? I was like, no, I'm not. Like, pissed. I was like, I'm not coming down there. He was texting me like, yo, what's up? Are you coming down to the barbecue? I need you to bring X, Y, and Z. I was like, I'm not coming. 
So then he ended up coming upstairs and I just like laid it out. I was like, look, I drove seven hours to spend time with you. I did not come here to spend time with those people. I don't know those people. I wanted to spend time with you. So it turned into like, I guess it was an awakening for him because he didn't even realize that he was doing that. He was just like, I, you're down here. I want you to have a good time. But me being the introvert that I am, I don't be feeling like being around people, especially people I don't know like that. But I already made plans in the sense of like I already committed to doing something. and You're being on that too. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I give you my word or if I, give my, I extend myself and say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So it was one of those situations where it was like, my relationship versus, like, my, I guess, ethics, I guess, per se. Like, I mean, she did come down later on, <laughs> right? But then act like nothing was the problem. <laughs> but then laid it on me again. <laughs> when we came back upstairs, I was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right, right. Yeah, so that's my advice. Making sure that the time that y'all spend together is time for y'all together. But in the same token... You know, maybe I'm getting my, my grievance out right now. If something is already pre-planned, like, sometimes, like, you can't expect sometimes to just have things just dropped. You just got to kind of fill in. You got to go with the flow. All right. So what's your advice for people? Damn. Um, over-communication. Um, I learned that a lot. Like, I have always been independent. I've always, I never liked people clocking me. I've always felt like, you know, that was part of the reason why I never wanted to be in a relationship back when I was younger was because I felt like you needed to always tell somebody where you were at. And, you know, you know, going, you know, being in college and stuff like that, you know, parents are pretty strict. So it was just like, no, like, well, I don't want anybody clocking me. I'm not doing anything crazy. I just, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want to do. So I feel like just over-communication is the biggest thing, right? Um, if you are that extrovert and you always like going out, you have to dial it back because, I mean, especially if that person doesn't do the same thing, right? You guys have to dedicate time for each other when you guys are together and not together as well. But the person who is an introvert, you also have to keep in mind that don't, you know, don't clip, don't clip their wings, right? So if you know they like, you know, being social and like going to different events, and it's not like when I say social, not talking about going to the bar all the time. You know, in Winston, there's a whole bunch of different events, different meetup groups, like different things to get you engaged into the city. Like, you, you got you to gotta find, like, those give or take. So then going into what Rez said about planning it. So, if, you know, I might go into the week and say, hey, these events are happening this week. I'm definitely going to this. I'm thinking about going to that, and I'm going to stay home on these days. So Yeah, you did do that. You did plan ahead for the events. And over-communicate on the days that you knew you were about to do something the next day. Yeah, so. Yeah, so after hearing what we said, would you do a <laughs> long-distance relationship? Uh, <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. So it's like, um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I have as much discipline as he does. I mean, but also think about it. I was already eight months in. So I think that's where our stuff was unique. Okay. There's some people who who go into long distance relationships from the beginning. Right. Right. But there's no rapport. There's no there's no like groundwork that was already laid. We were already thick as Steve's like eight months in. Okay. You know what I mean? Like we were already potentially thinking about moving in together when her, you know, because 
basically by the time. Because when I moved for the job, I had to end my lease early. But her lease ended around the same time that I left. You know what I mean? So if, once her lease was up, if I didn't get the job, she was going to come move in with me anyway. Okay. So, you know, like, so that stuff was already kind of in play. So, I mean, you just have to, I just think, like, just putting it out there from the beginning is what's going to help, you know? You just got to kind of just sit like, hey, this might happen. What do you think, you know? So would you do it again? If you had to go back. Eve, would you do it again? <laughs> if you had to go back. Um, I mean, if it, go, if it ended the same way, yeah. That's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't know. See, the thing is, I don't know if, if I would have did it again and we were further apart. I don't know if I could have. What if I decided to take a job in California? Like Right now. Next month, will we be in a long-distance relationship again? Well, right obviously. now they yeah. obviously yeah. <laughs> obviously. I'm, I'm talking about yeah, when, you, when you when you say going back though, you know what I mean? Because like if we were eight months in and like I said, like we figured like that seven hour drive wasn't that bad. But if I was in Atlanta instead and that's a twelve hour drive, like I don't know. Because I mean we would have tried it, but we would probably wouldn't have seen each other as often because I would have to save more for a flight. You know what I mean? It would have been more of a flight situation yeah. than a drive situation. What if the tables were reversed? What if, what if Rez was the one that moved? How long do you think it would have took you to go move with Rez and go be with her? If we were just complete opposite? Yeah. Like, complete opposite. It probably would have been six months to a year. I don't think I could, I don't think I could have did the, the full year. <laughs> It's kind of sweet, yo. <laughs> no, it's kind of sweet because I mean, but my thing is too. Like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm a risk taker. Like so, it's weird. Like it, I don't come off as that, but I don't mind taking risks. So, I feel like I'm gonna bounce back no matter what happens. So I'm never gonna put myself in a situation where I feel like I can't come back, right? Or you know, if something went wrong. My family is five hours away, you know, not excluding my mom being in Charlotte, five hours away in Atlanta. So if something would have went wrong, like, they would have gave me, you know, some gas money to get there. And then, <laughs> and then we would have figured it out. You I'd know be what like, mean? don't worry about it, boo. I got everything taken care of. You just bring your sweet ass here. <laughs> that's a, I would have told you that shit every day. That's a hard line. <laughs> sweet ass. I, I like when she talks to me like that. That's cool. <laughs> 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 this has been fun <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get this much insight When I asked about long distance But yeah I mean To give our final thoughts I think if you know you know So if Ooh, okay, with the bar. Okay. If you know you know So if it's somebody that you really really feeling And the only way that y'all can make it work In this time Do it I mean right now In this age that we're in with communication and technology, you could talk to this person as much as you need to. The only thing you're really missing is the physical touch, but you'll get that when you see him. And then when you see him, like, that's like a bag. Like, it's like the best feeling ever. It's like an explosion of emotions. Right. It's an explosion. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, For me, my final thoughts, um, basically, I just have, you know, some advice for y'all. For the for the guys out there, I'm gonna simple I'm gonna simplify it into four words. You know, make a long distance thing work. If you know, if you keep using these words, man, you will win every single time when it comes to a long distance relationship. And it is 
it ain't no problem. <laughs> it ain't no problem. <laughs> she was like, yo, I want to see you. It ain't no problem. <laughs> I'm also saying... <laughs> Don't think about another thing is don't worry about outside people talking about y'all situation and why y'all not together or when are you going to move? Is E coming back to Delaware? Why would you move without a ring? Like, don't all that outside noise because people are going to have to say they're going to have a lot to say about your relationship. Right. And also, don't spend time with couples because that shit sucks. (laughs) When you're by your, she meaning she means that when you're by yourself. Don't spend time with other couples. Yeah, because that I shit get. is like, whew. You be sitting there like, damn, I miss Bay. Let me call him. But no, but on a serious note, though, I mean, you know, sometimes, like, take a risk. Like, if you think about now, like, it is so much easier to get a job. Like, yeah. school will always be there. Yep. You know, um, you know, getting family a job, you know, family, there. yeah, family will always Friends be there. will be there. But, you know, but. People will say they're going to visit and not, but that's cool, too. Ooh. You keep that same energy when you go to their state. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We're going to move. We're going to move on. Let's, let's okay. cut these mics off. I'll be a little early today. Do you got any final thoughts? I just like to hear this story because, you know, a lot of times these stories don't get told. It's always you always see the results of something or you see the, the tragedies of somebody moving from wherever they're from to be with somebody and then it doesn't work out and then that person feels stuck. And so I like the fact to hear that at the beginning you were you were sad about it. You guys were you were, you were doing what it took to to make happen. And then uh y'all was then y'all like it was a plan thing. It's step by step by step and it worked for you guys. Yeah. And it is very inspiring. It's very inspiring looking at y'all they see that y'all went from we were together damn near every day to we n- were never together until now you got the ring. So yeah. it is really it's really incredible. I it's like I love that. That's a great story. It's a story. So that's all we got on that. So it's week three with no listener letter. And I am a little hurt. Play, play the sad music here. Yeah, we need some sad music because I just don't know why you guys don't want to talk to us. I, I mean, you talk to us all day long on our Instagram at TextuallyActivePod. And um, you tweet us a lot on TextuallyActPod at Twitter. And you guys are real active in our Facebook. But when it comes to these messages, maybe you guys need another. You guys can send your messages to our DM. That was, that was a good plug. You know? <laughs> that was you a really good plug. You can send it plug. to our DM since that's where you guys are at. Um, you don't have to send it to the Gmail at textuallyactivepod at gmail.com, but it's cool. Um, we're going to keep doing what we've been doing for the past three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What's up with the scenario? She is What's a professional. your scenario? Was that a. I think that's a song. It is. Say what's so what's so what's your scenario? The fact that you're <laughs> quoting a tribe call quest on this show is amazing. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Good job. Uh, so I had a little, I had one, something that actually me, so that me and Rez went through, um, and Meezy, I kind of wanted to hear what you would have done okay. if you were in my shoes. All right. So the scenario was we were, um, basically remember I said like in the beginning I had a plan, right? I had to create the plan of how we were going to work because I put us in that predicament. Right. Right. So going within the first year. Rez 
uh, got a new job while she was still up in Delaware. And she got a better teaching job. Getting that bag. Right. She was she was getting to it. Right. She was able to quit. She was able to you know quit her second job and stuff like that. It was it was decent. Um, but what happened was that in you know, in the package for her, they said that they would be willing to pay for the rest of her school. Right. So in my opinion, in my brain, I said, since I had to create the plan because I took us off, right? In terms of us being together. Since now you have done something that is deviating from our original plan, I need you to then figure out what are we going to do. So I guess my question for you, Meezy, is that given knowing that you were almost two years in at this time, right, and, you know, your significant other has been kind of like loafing about letting you know about what the plan is, like, what, do you, what, would, you, what would be your mindset at the time? Or how would you try to get through that whole scenario? Well, if the plan, if we had a plan, and now the plan has been diverted, not once, but twice, I think at that point, my brain says, you've made this decision, and I'm going to be supportive of the decision that you made. So if part of your package is they're going to finish paying for it, you're already there, go ahead and finish, and then we can get back to the plan once you're finished. And so it would take for me to go, you know, I can, I can wait. So what, what would she have to tell you to say? Because the thing is, right, right now, like, that's, you assume, yeah, that's right. like your mindset, so right? So I would assume but, we would have the conversation of, yo, what we doing? And then she would probably look at me because I know that it's a risk. We'd be like, "So I'm about to do one, two, and three. And I'm, I'm. I hope. I wish you could hear me shaking my head right now <laughs> because that's not what that's did not happen. Oh, oh, so that's what I would assume would happen. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, at the time, it was a really big decision for me to make, and that's not a decision where I could just turn around and say, "We're gonna do it like X, Y, and Z." Because that's a process that takes a lot of thinking. Was that uh, more so a brains over heart type thing? Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of thinking that you had to put in, that I had to put into that situation. I can't just say, "All right, well, I'm going to make a life changing decision tomorrow." So it took me a while to think about it. Go ahead, E. All right. So I I appreciate that, right? But she never told me the new plan. <laughs> I did tell you the new plan in not. February she was, when I said... <laughs> so, when I said so she, got, she started this new job in November. So November, December, January, and then February. You're just in purgatory doing this the whole time. <laughs> and everyone, all my friends that, you know, I had to, like, I had to call, pull some lifelines. I'm like, yo, she still hasn't said what the plan. I mean, and things I've already, in my mind, said what you said, Meezy, about... If she does it, you know, it's fine. I mean, right. We've already done it so far, you know. I'm not going to tell her, no, you can't. You know, Be great. Get, yeah, you, you can't go get your, the rest of your education paid for. Like, right. no, after I've already gotten my master's and paid for it myself. You know what I mean? Like, so right. I got that. I just needed her to say, this is what I want Let me pick do. up that degree drop that you just did dropped you, did right you, there. He did just you dropped see? that. I saw did it hear? fall. But you heard it? Uh, you, you see the drop? I yeah, you know what I'm the what you paid for your what out of I what? I paid for my master's degree. That's, 
<laughs> That's why when you see him, he puts that NBA. So you guys okay. know, you, you know. know. Oh no, I earned those three letters. He got that master's. <laughs> That's my second last name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> last name hyphen NBA. <laughs> Smart motherfucker. Yeah, but. Yeah, it so. was a turn of events, but you also had some good inspiration because one of your closest friends is in a long distance relationship. Yeah, so I'm sure they gave you some bomb ass advice because they just bossing up. Yeah, basically, and my one of my good friends told me just chill the fuck out. Her words exactly. Her words exactly. She was like, chill the fuck out. She's <laughs> like, like she's like, it's going like just let it happen. Like you know, it's it's a lot for her, and you know, don't think that she doesn't want to be with you, but don't. Make it worse by keep hounding her for an answer, for an answer. Yeah. that that you are already okay with. I was just like, damn, I just wanted that same energy. That's what it was. That's what I was more upset about at the time. It was just I want the same energy because before I left <laughs> to go that get that new job, I had to make sure she was okay. Okay. Before I left, it is. It's, so it's, I had so I only had like two weeks to figure it out. That's valid. Hmm. All right, y'all. That's enough because I'm getting sad. I mean, it's just. I'm glad that we worked through it, but it was just a lot that went into it. So, yeah. By the, by the grace of me. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Measy, what's up? You know what time it is. Where the baby maker at? Oh, shout out to my dog. We're not here. So, Riz, I need you to feel it. No, All right, I got, you, I got no, it. Oh, oh, you got oh, it. No, oh, he got oh, it. He got oh, it. Oh, he got, oh, oh. <laughs> see? See what happens when you, you listen. Know, you start. You want to be a part right. of it. I got you. I got you. Mm. <laughs> he got the beat mm-hmm. right and everything. You are now mm. tuned in. Mm-mm. To W-M-E-Z For your smooth listenings This week I'm probably gonna fuck up the name of this group It's a group, it's a brother They're two brothers, they're identical twins Their name is uh, Mulherin Mulherin M-U-L-H-E-R-I-N Okay And this song is entitled uh, Friends I didn't even realize that it went with long distance because you can just be friends. Yo. And that was hard. That was a good one. That's hard. And I wanted to let you know that one of our listeners told me that they really enjoyed the music segment because it gives them a chance to listen to songs that they wouldn't necessarily listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, you, you do a good job picking the songs. I try, I try my best. Yeah. We want that baby, guys. Yeah, we baby maker. Baby. Hey. We want that baby from the gray area. Hey. Make sure that y'all song, tag us when that baby that song, comes. That, that song was worth That song? Yeah. Song. Look at him looking it up right now. Look. <laughs> Shout out to the gray area. Airdrop. Airdrop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, E, you know, you listen. Can I be the gray area hive? Am I part of the gray yeah, area? Yeah, oh, that's the hard. Gray area. You know what I'm saying? That's right, cool. hard. 
Or like the archive. That's what that's what we call it, the archive. Oh, I got it. it. That was a good one too. The gray area archive. Not just the archive. That's we don't have a hive. Okay. The archive. Okay. Cool. That's that's dope. I like it. So you know this is a time where we do our memes of the week. I know you came prepared because you listen every week. <clears throat> do you have a meme for us? Yes, guys. Um. So you know I'm I'm a little bit I'm not really mushy mushy but I like to try to help people. All right. So. My meme is, I want to inspire people. I want someone to look at me and say, because of you, I didn't give up. That's dope. It was. And then he looked me in the eyes, and I kind of felt it. You <laughs> trying to tell you go yeah, for that right, long-distance relationship. Right. <laughs> he, he, he looked me in the eyes when he said that. Passion. <laughs> he talked to you. Right. I felt, I felt that. He said that. You and you. <laughs> oh, it's my turn? Yes, it's oh, your my turn. turn. Um... Uh, I'm not going to follow up that with anything <laughs> lovely. Uh, Simone's not here, so I'm going to be the ratchet today. Hey. Y'all let everybody else fuck but want to go with me. I hate y'all hoes. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, so I always, like, I have a shit ton of memes in my phone. I screenshot everything. But I guess I'm going to go with, okay. So, all right, here it is. The official cuffing uh, cuffing season schedule has been posted. Mm. Y'all know we post this every year. Mm. So I just want to get y'all dates right so that you guys are on track to being cuffed this winter. Mm. So scouting is starting now. It's it's happening now. People are on the prowl for their cuffing season bay. I got a couple prospects. Right. So you right on track. Yeah, I'm good. So August 1st through August 31st is when we're scouting. Drafting is September 1st. Through the 30th. So I got to pick somebody by, mm-hmm. by September. Tryouts are going down in October. Preseason starts in November. Cuffin season will begin this year on December 1st and go until February 13th. And I want to say good luck, everybody. Yeah, because the, play, <laughs> the playoffs are the next, the next day, and it's February 14th. It's yes. the championship. Damn, the, cha- the championship. The championship is on February 14th. Playoffs. Playoffs will be between January and February. You played the win games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but then I got one more. And I posted this one. I'm going to do this in honor of Simone, but I posted this one. It says, money won't solve all your problems. And then somebody responded and they said, I want to see for myself. Like, I hate when people say that shit. Like, let me get my money first. And then I'm going to let you know if it will solve all my problems that's, that's or not. It's like uh, Dan, Daniel Tasha's joke where he says, I ain't never seen nobody sad on a jet ski. <laughs> Me, either. <laughs> Me either. So, yeah, this is our episode. Do you have anything to plug, E? I know you're working on something big. Whew. All right, guys. Um, again, uh, my social media is EA the exec on all platforms. Uh, I am... Uh, I'm going to be releasing a podcast within the next month, mm. right, uh, with me and my business partner, um, my boy Aaron, and we are doing a podcast documenting our journey to launching our startup. Um, I think the name that we're going to go with is Open Up Shop, right, and the name of our business is Open Shop, and that is O-P-I-N-S-H-O-P, and our social media is Open Shop U.S. with... Uh, 
no dots or anything like that. So that's O P I N S H O P U S, and that is on all platforms. All right, and uh, you know, follow us. You know, follow the journey. Any businesses out there, you know, any small businesses, this is the platform for you. And, you know, hope you guys enjoy. I had to applause. And it's also for anybody that's looking to shop small and support their community, but they don't know how to. So it's a good thing to follow and follow their journey because, you know, back then they didn't want us. Now we are. You know? So when he looking back, talk about was you with me from the beginning? Right. Right. <laughs> who was in the gym shooting? Right. Who was shooting in the gym? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't already, another thing I want to say is get your tickets for 20 something doing hey, something. Today's Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Friday. This Friday. Three, two days from now. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> Bibbs Barbecue Restaurant. Downtown Winston Salem. Well, is it Carolina. is it Bibbs or is it uh, the spot well, behind it? Right? It's in Bibbs. Okay. It's the, same. the Hickory Tavern. Yeah. Right? The Hickory Room. room yeah. Hickory Room. In Excuse Bibbs. me. Bibbs. We're I'll doing. Be there, guys. We're we're doing a live podcast. Uh, hopefully, everybody will be. There, there's there. They may be stuck. Shout out to the six. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing a live podcast. Uh, with alongside Lenise from Dormant Days, you've heard her a, a time or two. But with us, uh, we're we're having a live podcast. It's going to be great, introspective, uh, uh, and in interactive. Uh, there is a rumor that there may be shots going around. I'm not too sure, and I know you guys like to drink because I know y'all listen to us. Uh, so come out, get your tickets now. At there is a link in the social medias of Textually Active. Click that link, get your uh, get your tickets. We have a discount code, so when you see the prices, and you be like, "Damn, this is expensive for just Friday night." Yeah, I didn't get my ticket yet. What's the what's the code? Safe text. Safe text. Safe text. All, All one caps. Word? One word. S A F E T E X T. So you get those tickets. Come out, support us. Not only will we be doing a podcast, following immediately following. We will be playing the Ots God battle game. Now, here's the thing. Okay. They put us on there because they want us to start the game. They want but, us to lose. But we're actually, we're actually going to finish it. They're, so. they're trying to set us up for failure. Like, we've seen you all night, so let's, yeah. let's get y'all out of here. Actually, no, here's the thing. We're, we want all the smoke. We, we're, we're coming <laughs> with all of the smoke. We have, we have one and a half, uh, well, two and a half Ots God champions in the room already. Right, okay. On our team. And I fell asleep the last time or else I would have won. And then but. Simone came in with some heavy heat when she was playing. And Nick... Uh, Nick going to hit him. He's got he's all... He's a sleeper. You know he, he's, he's a sleeper. Secret weapon. He's, he's your uncle at the barbecue. Not only is he on the grill, he's on the Ox too. <laughs> okay. So I hope y'all ready. <laughs> Make sure y'all sign up. It's a link on snootyjudy.com for you to sign up to be a team during the Ox God battle. So this Friday... Come out, show your support. Uh, funny thing is, uh, some guy re- recognized me at the bar the other night. He couldn't realize. He asked me what high school did I go to. That was wrong. <laughs> he asked me was I in the army. That was wrong. Then he goes, "Oh, you that dude from that twenty something doing something thing?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, I heard about it. It's, it's that little link. I'm gonna have to show up." So I was like, "Yeah, get your tickets from the link." But it don't stop at the Ox guy. We got panels on Saturday. Oh yeah, I am. Vendor doing market. It. 
fashion show. I'll be at show. the vendor market, guys. I'm, I have a table at the vendor market. And okay. then on Sunday, we got the brunch. So right, y'all can right, come right. out and you drink can, mimosas with us. You can, yeah. <laughs> we can make some scenarios happen at this brunch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, what's up? <laughs> we can answer y'all questions as person since y'all don't want to send them in the mail. Right. Uh, yeah, I am doing a panel on Saturday. Yeah, you're doing the hip hop panel. What, My- Mouse Jones? Mouse Jones and uh, Big Mo from the local radio station and uh, Chanel. It's gonna be lit. In Saturday. The it is lit. Yep. So make sure y'all come out. And as always, this has been another episode of Textually Active. While you're here, make sure you subscribe, like, review, leave a comment, and we love it when y'all share it with your friends. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Textually Active Pod, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks, guys, for having me. All right. We love you, babe. Thanks for coming. Eggs and bacon. <laughs> Waffles. <laughs> oh, snap. How you know that? Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.